You're listening to McBee Care Threads, a podcast where leaders across the healthcare industry can learn from each other. We'll discuss stories and explore strategies to help providers deliver value-based care and hear your peers share their best practices for success. Let's get into the show. Welcome to the McBee Care Threads podcast. My name is Bob Braun, and I'm a vice president here with McBee. Our guest today is Kim Ellsbury, general manager of population health for NetSmart. Today's topic is population health, and we'll explore what we mean by that and where it's headed and some things that are happening within the industry. Uh, and if we have time at the end, we'll talk about uh, where it's headed. But first, Kim, welcome to the podcast and uh, look forward to, to hearing your expertise. Can you tell me a little bit about your background and you know why you're passionate about population health? Thanks, Bob. I appreciate the invitation to speak about population health. I am passionate about it. My background really started in risk management, corporate finance. I'm a certified public accountant by trade. Uh, about 10 years into my career, I suffered a car accident and was injured. And during that next phase of the 12 to 24 months of rehabilitation, I really got a chance to experience healthcare as a consumer. And at that time, was very fragmented expensive and incredibly complex to navigate and quality of care was all over the board. When I finally found the right care team, you know, the compassion and care I received was so outstanding. They took care of me and helped me get better, back to better health. It really made me think about how could I use my business background to be a change agent and really work with the clinicians. And that's really where my journey began, my passion for population health. And it's what I believe in, the triple aim of improving that patient experience, the experience I had. How do you contain the cost? And then how do you actually achieve those better outcomes of care? That's quite a background and, and impressive. You know, sometimes, you know, people's lives are changed once they do get to experience healthcare. And for those of us who are, are fortunate not to have to experience or consume too much of it, we don't know exactly what else is out there and, and how, you know, having interoperability and, and you know, quality outcomes and, you know, how our, our caregivers are actually delivering that and, and achieving those ends and, and taking care of us. So that's, that's uh, impressive. I wanted to lead in with uh, the first question about defining population health and where NetSmart plays in that. But, you know, NetSmart is an innovation and technology company and it covers human services and, and post-acute alike. So what I want, the question specifically that I'd, I'd like to hear from you is how do you define population health and what areas within population health and in, within the industry and the care continuum does NetSmart serve? It's a very interesting and complicated question, Bob. I used to work with an executive who said, if I gave you a shovel, you knew exactly what to do with that shovel. If I tell you we're gonna talk about population health, you're gonna look at me with a blank stare and say, what are you talking about? And from a continuum of care perspective, being at NetSmart, we're really talking about serving the different communities of post-acute and human services. And from a post-acute perspective, we're talking about managing that individual as they go through that experience in the continuum of a care in post-acute. So whether or not they're living at an um, assisted living, if they're in home care, their hospice, we're managing their whole well-being. And really, my definition of population health is it's really the proactive care of managing a group of people or a cohort, as we call it. And we're using our tools to stratify the risk in that population we're using that to then understand where the population's well-being is 
how you actually coordinate care for those individuals and then measuring those outcomes. And it's becoming even more critical as we think about managing risk-based contracts. But I really wanted to focus a little bit on well-being. And when I mean well-being, I really mean managing that whole person and addressing the common dimensions of well-being. And I think as we saw with COVID-19, these dimensions of well-being have been tested for a lot of individuals. The first dimension is the physical well-being that most people think of when they think of healthcare. You know, if the individuals at that center of care, are they in good health? Are they in poor health? You know, if they have multiple chronic conditions, are they being actively managed? And is that care being coordinated? And most of all, is everyone on the care team on the same page? The second dimension is that community sense of well-being. You know, do you have a purpose? Do you feel like you belong to your community that you live in? Are you safe? Are you secure? Continues to be a strong challenge in the COVID-19 era. The third dimension is social well-being. Do you have those strong relationships and love in your life? Are you isolated or lonely? We've heard that isolation and being lonely is a contributing factor of poor health. The fourth one is that financial well-being. Do you feel secure or worry about paying your bills or being homeless? You know, this is a high area of stress and anxiety, again, right now with COVID, but even before COVID. And a lot of these then play into what we know as social determinants of health, meaning alone they can impact health, but together it even brings a bigger impact to um, a person's care and then the ability to manage that risk of that individual. That's awesome. You know, really looking at it from uh, not just the, the care of a, of a single individual from a physical standpoint and getting them better, but, you know, stratifying that risk across the, uh, uh, the entire population of an area. So sharing data and, and information exchange across the, the continuum for these patients, uh, one of the, the partnerships of, that NetSmart has is, is Care Quality, and NetSmart's a founding member of, of Care Quality. Is that, you know, part of the solution that, that, that we look towards in, in achieving outcomes? It absolutely is. The ability to query, and that's what, what Care Quality does, it gives you the ability to query real-time records of individuals, really helps get that strong, relevant picture of where that individual is in their health journey, and then how you can actually action that information to both assist them in their care, as well as look at the outcomes that it creates. Well, that's great. So, you know, when, when you look at the, the evolution of, of population health uh, within, within an organization, they have a number of different third-party applications that they use and, and you know, their, their care records and applications that they use are, are not NetSmart. How do we deal with that scenario when there's, you know, multiple disparate applications sharing that data across continuing and gathering that data so the right decisions can be made for, you know, an entire population or for an individual patient and getting the right care at the right time for that patient? It's an excellent, excellent question and one that we have the tools, the adoption of some of the aggregation of data is still lagging behind other industries, I would say. But taking, and I'll give you some examples. So you talked about EHRs, 
but you've also got remote patient monitoring devices, you've got information coming from interactive voice response systems, you also have social determinants of health data. So pulling that data in through different means and aggregating that data and then running it through an algorithm that allows the ability to stratify that risk of those individuals allows for you know, the care managers, the care coordinators to prioritize outreach to members as well as the types of care that they need. So that together then leads to the ability to see what the outcomes are and then the insights that come from those outcomes. So one of the things that you mentioned in your in your previous answer was remote patient monitoring. And you know, along with that, telehealth is is something that has been kind of forced to the forefront here with the pandemic that we've all been able to experience here here in 2020. But the the great thing maybe with this pandemic is it has forced us to innovate and to figure out different ways to care for for patients and to reach more patients. And you know, population health, I think, is no different from anything else. It's impacted by COVID, and I think in a good way. So, you know, my question would be, you know, what has COVID done to, to impact population health? And, and then I guess back question on that would be, you know, where, where is population health headed in the future, you know, with or without COVID? Absolutely. So COVID-19, and it's been, it's been terrible, right? Um, it's really tested all of our resolves. And my heart goes out to those people who have been lost to COVID and their families. It's also really tested our country's healthcare system. And the things that you brought up, telehealth, remote patient monitoring, I could name a couple others, they've been around for a while. You know, the innovations have been there. The innovation isn't necessarily the hard part, it's the adoption of the innovations. And COVID-19 really forced that adoption to be able to take care of people. So in these groups or our clients that did take on risk in a population, they were happy to use those tools because they could still reach those individuals. And so I don't see that going away. I see it as a way that the adoption is going to be greater. We all know, you and I both know, there's other, there's regulatory and all kinds of other things that go behind all of these decisions. But I do see it as a way to actually accelerate the advancement of population health and about taking care of people. And it really is where I see it going is I see it just becoming more efficient. I see it definitely start taking the turn where we're showing the outcomes. If we if we go back to why I'm here and why I'm passionate, you know, having that care team, having everyone understand that individual can only make for better care for that individual and for managing that risk of that individual, it gives you a better perspective on the care that's needed and what's working and what's not. And then you throw in the cost perspective. I did wanna also kind of touch on, if I'm an organization taking on risk and I'm not clinical, but I'm on the operations or financial side of the house, Mm -hmm. I really need a solution or a set of data that allows me to see where I am in managing those contracts and what I can do to change or to pivot without having that information. And I see a lot of clients still in this phase, they're using spreadsheets in ways to manage everything from 
taking care of the individuals to the tasks that they're going to do to managing, you know, the contract or the infamous contract binder uh, of contracts. you, you can't, and you, you can, but you can't sustain it over time. So COVID-19 has really accelerated, I think, where we're going, which is an increased use of technology to better the clinical delivery of care. Right. Yeah, it's it's definitely, you know, while some people probably don't view it today, you know, in in the future, this this would, you know, could be seen as a, as a catalyst to, to how uh, healthcare is is changing for the better. And you know, taking care of our, our our patients, and you know, stratifying the risk, and you know, reducing cost, all those things play into population health. So, you know, this has been a, a great conversation, Kim. I've certainly enjoyed it. I thank you for for taking the time out to to record this for our listeners. Great, thanks, Bob. Be well. Thank you, everybody, for joining uh, McBee Care Threads podcast. What I would like to ask you to do, if you've enjoyed this podcast, give us a five-star review and subscribe so you can hear the the next great uh, podcast that's coming up. At McBee, we understand the challenges providers face across the healthcare landscape. For more than 45 years, we've been a part of the evolution of the healthcare industry. Our strategic advisory solutions span the home health, hospice, health system, and senior living care continuums, creating improved clinical, financial, and operational outcomes. Our expertise is guaranteed. Our solutions empower. Visit us today at mcbeassociates.com. Thank you for listening to McBee Care Threads. To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you use Apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to give us a quick rating for the show. Just tap the number of stars that you think the podcast deserves. For more information on the topics discussed today, visit our website at mcbeassociates.com. Until next time.